0: and welcome back to Newsies Minute.
1: The podcast where we examine the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time.
0: I'm your host, Aaron.
1: I'm your host, James. And we are at Minute 16. So this minute goes from what I have is when I created the world... Yep. ...to Jack saying much obliged to you to someone who has just bought a paper.
0: Ah, I had it going through him saying trash fire next to... Which I think was David saying trash fire next to... And then the next minute finishes that sentence.
1: Right. I have. I have. Some, I have that line. Yeah. I, I put anyway. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, the first line is when I created the world. Uh huh. I think you and I maybe have talked about that line in other podcast forums.
0: Yeah. I think. I think we have discussed that on unabashedly obsessed at some yeah. point. I don't think we talked about it last week, but yeah. As a small child, I did
1: not understand the pun. I did not either. I thought he was being arrogant, which. He is. Right. But my And it's first...
0: absolutely intended exactly right. the way the way it, he actually means it and also the way we as small children
1: took it. Exactly. My first note is first of all, he bought the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you'll know from last the last minute. Yes. I mean, I guess he made the world sort of what it is what it was at the time so yeah you could say he sort of shaped the world
0: yes my um, favorite thing in this minute is the eye roll that that line gets out of sights.
1: yeah uh Seitz's eye roll I said is I believe what the kids call a big mood yes uh, I never noticed it or appreciated it nearly as much as I should have been doing for the past two decades or something yeah. it's fantastic
0: yeah Seitz is great Jonathan continues to remind me of Jonathan
1: on 30 Rock Fair, fair. I can't shake Lumiere.
0: Well, but the thing is, though, Lumiere is vivacious and effervescent and happy and has a personality. Sure, yeah. And Jonathan.
1: Jonathan eventually has a personality.
0: This Jonathan or Jonathan
1: Jonathan. Thirty Rock has a personality. Yeah, Jonathan
0: Thirty Rock has a personality. Yeah. This, This one. Also does, but his only personality is wet blanket doormat for Pulitzer. Correct. Um, Which I think is the personality that Jonathan on 30 Rock also has, but he likes it.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: (laughs) He has cultivated that personality (laughs) for himself. He wants Jack Donaghy to wipe his feet on him.
1: Exactly. Would you like to learn about the act of the play's sights?
0: Yes, I would.
1: His name is Charles Kioffi, C-I-O-F-F-I. Okay. His... Top three are, uh, he played a man named Peter Cable in a movie called Clute, which is Clute, K-L-U-T-E. I believe it's the last name of someone in the movie. Okay. He was in the movie Shaft. He played a character named Vic Andrazi. Okay. And then Newsies. Listeners who are like the X-Files, he was Section Chief Scott Blevins for five episodes of that. Okay. And he was Claudius Church on the show Ryan's Hope for 13 episodes. And the only other thing I have about him is a picture of him in Shaft. So that is him on the the right, the non-Shaft character.
0: Well, that does not look like the same man.
1: Yes, because that was like 20 years earlier. Yes. 25 years earlier or something. And he's
0: mustachioed in that picture and and sideburned and wearing a hat.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, Vic Andrazi was, as far as I can tell, one of Shaft's cop buddies that was sort of like, now Shaft, don't buck the system. And Shaft is like, I'm gonna.
0: (laughs) Now, cut this if I'm wrong. Was Christian Bale in the movie of Shaft?
1: Uh, he, now, uh, the remake of Shaft, I feel like maybe he was. I think so too. In in the 2000 Samuel Jackson version, yeah. And
0: so when you said that this guy was in Shaft, that was what I immediately thought. And I got very excited thinking that this was like a second collaboration.
1: Right, no, this was, uh, original Shaft. Original original Shaft. Shaft. Yeah. Was that a movie or a show? It was a, it was a series of movies. Okay. uh, Shaft. Uh, Shaft in Africa was another one. Okay. I think there was like one more. I've never seen any of the original movies. I think
0: I thought it was a TV series. Yeah. That's why when I asked you, was Christian Bale in the movie? Yeah. What I meant, I guess, was was he in the remake? Right,
1: right. <laughs> I think I feel like maybe he was. Okay,
0: I think he was too, because I seem to recall thinking about seeing it because of Christian Bale, yeah. and then not seeing it and. In hindsight, I feel okay with that decision.
1: It was, I actually saw it with my, my dad and stepmom in the theater. It was okay.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's just not one that I needed to have seen yeah. just because Christian Bale was in it.
1: It was Samuel L. Jackson at peak Samuel L. Jackson being the most Samuel L. Jackson. Well, maybe I do need to see it because that's the best Samuel L. Jackson. He's pretty great in it. Maybe it's not peak Samuel L. Jackson, but it was definitely Samuel L. Jackson understanding exactly what his thing was going to be. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Because, like, I mean, like, probably like Snakes on a Plane or Pulp Fiction is... Snakes on a Plane is... Probably maximum Sam. The Samuel thing L. that
0: I think of, when you say Samuel L. Jackson, I immediately think of right. Snakes on a Plane, which might be the only Sam Jackson movie I've actually seen.
1: Did you see Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah, he was in that. Yeah, he was in that. I forgot about that. I always forget about that, too, until I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, there's there's Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, so uh, that's what I have for the guy that plays sites. I love him in this movie and he's so great.
0: Yes. Do you have anything on Jonathan?
1: I don't have anything on Jonathan. Well, I figure we'll come back to Jonathan later. Okay. Because I was excited I was excited to talk about uh sites. Okay. I have a note uh that said uh when the newsies uh when you can hear the newsies shouting. Uh huh. If you listen very closely you can hear someone saying baby born with three heads.
0: Oh really? Yeah. I never yeah, had I, heard that before. I need to go back and re listen to yeah, that. Yeah. I, f- I still find it kind of surprising that Robert Duvall, being Robert Duvall, took yeah. this job. Yeah. Like...
1: Maybe he owed someone something.
0: Like, was he just like, yeah, this seems like an easy, fun one?
1: Yeah. That's what, that's what I would imagine.
0: I just... Bill Pullman taking the job. I'm like, okay, this was like before... This was before While You Were Sleeping. This was before Independence Day. Right. I mean, Bill Pullman, I don't know what... When we get to the Brian Denton minutes... Yeah then we'll find out what he's most well-known for and where this fell in his filmography. This
1: was post-Spaceballs, but that's the only thing that I can think of that he would have been in before. I always forget about
0: Spaceballs.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know why, because he was great in that. He was
1: very, very, very great in that. Yeah.
0: I guess maybe maybe he was like, I want to be in a musical. Yeah. But Robert Duvall in this movie just seems... Robert Duvall and also uh, Anne Margaret, who we'll get to later this week. The two of them being in this movie, I'm like, what? How did that happen?
1: Yeah. and, and well, yeah, well, we'll talk about Anne yeah. Margaret later. But like Robert Duvall, I feel like he could have probably filmed his scenes in one day. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Robert Duvall, I, I never noticed him saying, never mind about the Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> Which at first I'm like, oh, see, come on. Pulitzer's not a bad guy. But then I'm realizing that that's him already underestimating them and sort yeah. of treating them as like, I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. They are nothing to me. Yeah. So it sort of works with the plot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Later in this episode, we find out exactly how much Jack expands upon the headlines. Yes. They're walking through a crowd outside a boxing ring.
1: Did you have anything else about the Pulitzer part? I just said that uh, when he said, by tonight, I said that was ominous. It was very ominous. That's And it's what a weird, arbitrary, like, it's literally just for the pacing of the movie that he needs it by tonight. Like, yeah. Tomorrow will be fine.
0: Yeah. That's like when somebody says they need something by close of business Friday. Right. What they really mean is Monday morning. Right. Because they're not going to do anything with it over the weekend. Exactly. But yeah, so after this scene, we, you know, pan down into the city and we see David talking about the trolley strike dragging on for the third week. Yeah. At this boxing match.
1: Would you like to know just a brief little bit about bare-knuckle boxing in New York? I would. Okay, so just really briefly about bare-knuckle boxing in New York, um, and really in general. Uh, professional bare-knuckle boxing was never legal okay, under any federal or state laws in the United States until Wyoming became the first to legalize it on March 20th, 2018. Wow! So?
0: So this bare-knuckle boxing match in the middle of New York City with a bunch of cops just hanging out around it. Yeah. Was super historically inaccurate.
1: (laughs) Now, prior to that date, the chief sanctioning organization for bare-knuckle boxing was the magazine National Police Gazette. Well... Which set up matches and issued championship belts throughout the eighteen eighties. The police gazette sanctioned what is considered the last major barnacle heavyweight world championship between John L. Sullivan and Jake Kilrain on July 8th, 1889, and Sullivan was the victor in that. So this is 18 this is ten years after that. So this is literally just a freewheeling
0: So wait though
1: illegal boxing match.
0: It's illegal, but the police gazette. It was know. like, "Hey, we're going to do this contest and reward the person who wins I in this
1: illegal activity." Yeah, I didn't I didn't research exactly how the Police Gazette was related to the police, like I, it was it made by cops or or okay. what. So, it may be that it was just called that for like, "This is legit. Okay. Let's call it the Police Gazette." Or maybe yeah, it was like Sort of like, I sort of feel like there's some things where it's like like marijuana and stuff where it's like, yes, it's illegal. I mean, and frankly, as long as white people are doing it, it's fine. And the cops aren't going to do anything. But like, I feel like the bare bare naked ladies have ruined me for the word bare knuckle.
0: Well, to be fair, (laughs) bare knuckle is not a thing that most people say very often.
1: Exactly. Because of it being illegal. Because it's so
0: illegal. Right. Uh, Except apparently when white people are doing it. Right. As referenced in this movie.
1: And and yeah, so basically it sounds like they basically just got big Irish guys to beat the crap out of each other and, you know, take bets and stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I, I did. I, then the next thing I noted was it's weird that there's definitely a cop there. So yeah. Yeah. At least two cops. At least two cops.
0: Well, so Snyder is, I guess, cop adjacent. Well, yeah, he's,
1: I guess law enforcement is. Yeah.
0: And then there's the actual cop wearing the cop uniform. Right.
1: Exactly. Who we'll talk about tomorrow.
0: Yes. But so they're walking through and David is saying, you know, extra, extra, trolley trike drags on for third week. And then Jack comes in, Ellis Island in flames, big conflagration. This is where I learned the word conflagration, which to this day remains one of my favorite words. It's a great word. It's a great word. I have very few opportunities to use it. Except when I'm talking about newsies sure. and sharing that anecdote, sure. But it still remains one of my favorite words. And but so and David's like, "What the fuck? Like what?" Uh,
1: yeah, thousands flee in panic. It's, yeah, it's, thousands uh...
0: flee in panic. And David's like, "What are you talking about?" What
1: page is that on? <laughs> yeah. <and> so
0: <laughs> he turns to the page. Jack tells him, and it turns out that there was a trash fire next to next to what? Next to what? We'll find out tomorrow. Ooh! In the meantime, (laughs) if you would like to follow us on social media, we can be found at Newsies Minute on Twitter. And individually, we can be found on Twitter. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm
1: at unabashed James.
0: And we're going to take a moment to let you all know about our Patreon. So we had a Patreon for our previous podcast, Unabashedly Obsessed.
1: Which some of you listening were a part of and possibly are still a part of.
0: Right. So we have transitioned that to a Patreon for this project. Yes. You can find it at patreon.com slash Aaron and James. Yeah. Which we figure is a little more all-encompassing than Newsies Minute. And also at the time that we switched it over, this project was still a secret. Exactly. And we didn't want anybody figuring out what it was because we changed our URL. That almost certainly showed up on <laughs> the recording. Everyone, my dog. So if you are enjoying Newsies Minute and would like to support us financially, you can find us on on the Patreon. Uh, We have three tiers right now. We have $1 a month, $2 a month, and $5 a month. For $1 a month, you get a shout out on the show. For $2 a month, you get a shout out on the show and a personalized postcard signed by us with stick figures. Mm -hmm. And for $5 a month, you get both of
1: those things and
0: also a recommendation letter each month where we will give you five recommendations of things that we're really enjoying.
1: And every every tier gets uh, a monthly newsletter as well.
0: Yes. So, yeah. So, you know, no pressure, but it's there if you're interested. Yeah. And, all right. So I guess that's going to do it for us today. So until tomorrow.
1: So come for Crutchy. The Scavengers Network.